0: Welcome to the Outer Rim News podcast for the week of October twentieth, two thousand sixteen. It's been a couple of weeks, folks. I know, and 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 we keep using this excuse of it's been a few weeks, but we had a big excuse this time, and it came in the form of Hurricane Matthew, Thanks, who, uh, yeah, who displaced one of the hosts of the show for like two weeks almost. Um. So it's good to have you back, Austin. It's good to have power and internet for you and everything else. <laughs> Dude, you have no
1: idea. It's um, it's crazy, like, uh, not having power for a week and then not getting internet for almost two weeks has just been torture.
0: <laughs> so so did you have, I mean, did you have any, like, damage damage no, no,
1: no, luckily we were, um, I mean, the thing is, is in our area it was pretty much a, disaster zone I mean we you know I was worried because I thought for sure if anything it would just be a lot of flooding here so we moved a lot of our stuff mm-hmm. before we evacuated we uh, put it upstairs um, mm-hmm. but luckily we didn't have any flooding or anything there's like uh, you know when I walked around outside I know our neighbors like had their shutters came off the house but other than that it was you know there like there's no um, like I, as far as I can tell we have all our shingles I saw like a shingle yeah. on the ground, but I guess, I don't know if it was from us or not. Um, I yeah. think like a piece of a siding is gone or something like that, but I noticed that on a few of the apartments, but, mm-hmm. um, but luckily we didn't have much damage across the street from us and, you know, in nearby areas like trees and light poles are down everywhere. And that's part of the reason why I didn't Ow. have power for, for over a week. Cause it was just, you know, it, it just took out so many, uh, power lines and, and so many, Uh, poles that they had to redo a lot of the power grid here Um, especially down the road there's an area called Burnside Island and Mm -hmm. a friend of mine some friends of mine um, live there and pretty much you know it was just a war zone I mean everything was down so they had to rebuild their entire power grid you know put up new poles and everything but um, but luckily they're back up too I mean we're basically we're in the recovery process now I mean I got internet this past Tuesday and Um, yeah, into in TV. So I've been catching up. I mean, I've been watching what I can on uh, on because we have our DVR, and I've tried to watch what I can on the app and on your live phone. But the the other problem, I guess, around here was that other towers must have been down. So even my my cell reception, like my internet on my phone, was horrible. Like it just horrible. Couldn't so so pretty much it was either you know I would try to watch an episode here or there of something or we just we would be watching uh uh like tv once we got power back we were just watching like blu-ray like watching Battlestar galactica or something just just to have something to watch
0: yeah golly well i mean too it probably didn't i mean it probably helps you're a little bit further inland I mean, you're still in Savannah, but you're a little further inland. Just a
1: little bit, right? yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but I, I will say my area is closer to the water than a lot. I mean, that's that was one of the downsides of it was that we are still close to the water, and we've got a bunch of rivers around us and lakes and stuff uh, like that. Okay. So uh, yeah, there were do areas do that. that were bad. Flood. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, though, it's like compared to like our damage compared to the other places. I mean, I've seen places way further inland that, like got it real bad, you know. And and really? basically when they evacuated is it was it was like everybody east of uh Interstate 95 just had to get out and like Pooler which is on that line, you know, they they mm-hmm. got it pretty bad and it, yeah, it was pretty rough. Toby mm-hmm. of course got it got it bad, but you know, they made it through okay.
0: Wow. Well, it's it's good to know that you're back and and you got and you're you're safe and, you know, everything's cool with you when you got, you're, you're back into the real world, I guess, so <laughs> right. to speak.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, I didn't lose any so, Star so Wars stuff, so I'm good. <laughs> well, that's the most
0: important thing, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, so uh, prior to that, we, we missed our episode about the Rogue Friday re- releases. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really get to talk about that because the the hurricane kind of hit when we were scheduled to kind of record. That next episode. So, let's talk about. Let's go back in time a little bit and talk about our Rogue Friday experience. And and I'll let you start um, with with you know what you encountered, what you bought, all that kind of good all stuff. Right.
1: I mean, really, I, I didn't buy too much at all this go around because um, I'm mm-hmm. mainly waiting for the second wave to hit because I want to get the um, the Donnie Yen figure mainly. <laughs> I want to mm-hmm. definitely try to get like the Black Series version and get the you know the three seventy five inch. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I got like the, you know, Gen and K2SO and uh, found some, you know, got some cool, um, you know, the Hot Wheels diecast ships. I got a, I can't find the TIE Striker, but I found a A-Wing from Rebels. I got that and, and grabbed the, the U-Wing, which was, was awesome. I love the design of that ship. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it in action for Rogue One. But that's pretty much it because a lot of, and, and to be honest, a lot of the stores around here, it was just, you know, we were talking about it before. on the, I think on the last podcast or the one before that, we were talking about like our expectations. And I was saying that I'm thinking that they'll learn their mistake from last time. But to be honest with you, it felt like there was way less of a push this time. I didn't see as many toys in stores. I mean, Toys Toys R Us, you know, went pretty big with it. But um, other than that, they, you know, there wasn't like some of the Walmarts didn't even hardly get anything in, but like a few figures, you know, um, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Like I, I, was, I was, I was surprised it may have been different, you know, in, in the surrounding areas, like in Pooler or wherever, but I, you know, I didn't really get to branch out that far, but yeah, our for whatever reason, the, like the Walmart's in our area and stuff, they really didn't carry it. Um, I know that, you know, like I told you before the Kroger, had had already put some of the figures out a week early. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it just really wasn't even that big of a push. Like they didn't even have like really like any big displays out or anything. Kind of, I don't know. It was it was just kind of low key compared to the Force Awakens. So I was a little disappointed.
0: That's sad, especially with the the last trailer that came out. Man, <sighs> it, you know, I was to to, to be honest, I was sort of eh on on this movie. You know, it's, 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 I was excited because it's a Star Wars movie, but I didn't have that level of excitement like other Star Wars films. But, Definitely. man, when that trailer came out, oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: it's actually de- it the, my the whole. final one. The final trailer, to me, it just like, you know, if you weren't yes. pulled in from the the first teasers, um, this one was just like full on hype train. Like get on board, toot toot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like everybody I know was just like this movie's gonna be crazy awesome. Like and it just it it, it looks so good and um, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I mean it's I'm I was with you. I, I mean especially when they first announced it, you're kind of like, do we need that kind? Of, do we need it? <laughs> you know, because of the story. Yeah, yeah. But it's. Yeah, it's looking really good, and it's and it's real. It feels really um, uh, expanded universe ish, and I'm really digging that that aspect yeah. of it. I'm
0: really yeah. digging that. Well, let, let's let's dig into the trailer, but before we do that, let me just let me let me get out my little Rogue Friday experience. Sure. Um. So last year for um, Force Friday, our Walmart let me down big time, and. You, had no star wars figures. I mean they had the lego sets that was it. Mm. Nothing else. Now, this year but I made a big deal about it last year too to the managers, so <laughs> maybe they remembered, I don't know. <laughs> this year though, when I walk into Walmart, yes, they have everything. I mean the the black series 6-inch figures, nice. uh the regular the regular wave of three-and-three-quarter figures, uh, the Black Black Series three-and-three-quarter figures. You know, there were no Rogue One figures, but, you know, they're still new Black Series figures. They had uh, the Mattel stuff. uh, What else did they have? Oh, they had some other stuff I can't remember. But since um, they had all that stuff, I said, okay, I'm going to spend some money. So I went and bought one of every one of those single-carded figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, except for the Kylo Ren, because I think that Kylo Ren's already been released. This is just a, you know, yeah. different card. Well, that
1: one feels like it's... I mean, I think it's the exact same one that came out in the first wave of Force Awakens. Yeah. It's the one so I, I just got, of.
0: So. Yeah, I just kind of skipped over that one. That's the only one yeah. I didn't get. Then I picked up the two packs. I picked... Well, I picked up two, uh, two of the three. Mm-hmm. I got the one with... um oh what's the the big white um the big white shaggy dog looking looking figure you know what i'm talking I, about
1: I, I know what you're talking about but Moffitt, i can't remember
0: Moffitt or something yeah, like that Yeah, something like well, that I, and uh, um imperial trooper or something I, so i, I mm-hmm. that it was a scarif trooper so i got the that that two set and then i got the uh captain powell or whatever i can't remember his name i don't have it in front of me so i can't really look mm-hmm. but um i got that two set but then i saw that they had like a uh uh poe dameron and some kind of uh first order you know snow trooper or something and i said uh ah, maybe i'll wait for that one to be on like sale somewhere yeah, that one so, that one does uh, look
1: I, like I, I like it because it's the suit he's wearing at the end of the, yeah. the Force Awakens. I really dig it. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely but want I, it, but I agree with you. I'm like I'm gonna wait for it. Maybe it'll go on
0: sale. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna wait on that one. And then I picked up the U-wing, the for the three and three quarter figure. But you know what? I hadn't pulled it out to package it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I it's like I, I stuck it up here and it's like sitting here waiting for me. Um, but I hadn't done anything with it yet. Um, and also, uh, um, I went to the clearance aisle and I picked up a few things because just because I was like, wow, you know, the, the Lego, uh, figures that you can build, like mm-hmm. the big, the big figures. So they had Finn who's regular, like twenty four ninety five for $5, you know? So I'm like, I'll pick this Lego set up for $5. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I picked that up, and then I picked up the Force Awakens the the black X wing ship.
1: It was like eight bucks or something, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, nine dollars. Nine dollars, yeah. And it's regular fifty. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I've, wow. I saw
1: that on the app on the Walmart app, and I got to go back and get, grab that because they had the Tie Fighter, I think, for like thirteen or twelve or something.
0: Dude, if you if you get a, a Tie Fighter, if they have two, grab one for me, and I'll pay you back. Because I looked all over for the Tie Fighter, uh, apparently they're supposed to have the uh, the grayish X Wing too for that same price. Okay. The gray and blue. That, but the only thing I had was was posed black X Wing. Oh, okay. But you, know, but you know what I did? Wh- here's here's one thing I don't like. I took that out of the box immediately, and you know I'm, I'm flying it around the house because that's you know my kids are laughing at me, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know um but the thing is made of such cheap plastic you're talking oh about the black gosh, x-wing dude. right yes yeah. it is like this is not star wars vehicles from the past this is like cheap that's why this i held off like i wanted it so cheap. bad
1: and then when the bad reviews started coming in for the like the stuff because where your um you know like the lasers on it were they been up like, is there no. any warping? Luckily, no,
0: no, but I can see how they would very, very easily. Oh okay. Very, very easily. Now, the one cool thing is the little missile that shoots, man. That thing shoots hard. <laughs> I thought I was fixing to put my kid's eye out. I, I mean, I, sh- I, I was pointing it at her. You know, and and I shot it, and the next thing I know, it's like a dart coming out of that thing, like... <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I'm sorry. And she's like, Daddy, you try to put my eye out. I'm, I'm like, telling Mom. <laughs> no, no, wait, come on. I was like, I, 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 I didn't mean to. I didn't know I was going to shoot that hard. <laughs> so then, I, of course, I had to put it back in and then get it one side of the room and try to shoot it to the other, and it almost made it. And I'm like, wow, this thing's ridiculous. Put your eye out with that. But, uh, yeah, so... You know, I bought it. it looks cool, but uh, I hope it lasts' Because, right. you know that 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 flimsy plastic man, it just seems like even sitting down on this bait, i mean on you know, with landing gear out, those wings will just eventually tilt yeah. you know <laughs> start drooping from that flimsy plastic. but for hey, for thirteen bucks, I can't complain about that one at all, <sighs> okay, so. Enough with Rogue One. I had, you know, I've had my Rogue. Oh, the one thing I didn't find were Funko Pops at my local Walmart. Hmm. Made me mad because cause I like the Funko stuff. I just not not a single one. Hmm. Go figure. All right. So back to um the the la- the the last trailer that was released for Rogue One. Every time I watch it, man, I see something new that I didn't see. Before, and it took me like six viewings to notice that on that f- far back shot with the U-wing flying low to the ground, mm-hmm. I I was just naturally looking at it from like a distance there, thinking that's mountains they were flying over. But if you look at it close, it's like this Jedi statue. Huh. Have, have you Have you it. seen it?
1: I I have to go look, back and look at it just to see if it you know see what you're talking about.
0: Let me um, let's Google this up for you right here. See if Google I can. Hey. You well, know. there's only two O's in Google, not three. If I can type. Hmm. Uh, what's that movie's called? Rogue One. <laughs> God, I <that> suck, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, what are we talking about? Star Wars. Talking about that Star War. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> it's five dollar. Go see a Star Wars. Jesus, uh, yeah, you know, every time I I am looking for it on YouTube, it's like that's the picture that they show the main picture. But um, it, it I'll, I'll let you just kind of if you're watching the trailer, I'll you know just kind of watch through it and you can see what I'm talking about and pause it at that scene. But um. I guess this planet Jedha mm-hmm. is, has a lot more to do with Jedi history than, than I was, you know, thinking that it was going to have in the beginning. Um, because that is a real statue of a Jedi holding a lightsaber. This huh. giant statue, that's just looks like it's been toppled over and kind of the, the sand has, washed over pieces of it because it's cracked over and, you know, cracked, cracked up and stuff. But it's very, very, very interesting to see that. And and like I said, I didn't notice it till about the sixth viewing of the, of the trailer. And that was a couple of days later, but, um, you know, you get the, you get the chills when you see Vader walking and he looked like he was on a mission Mm -hmm. to like kill somebody. I mean, probably kill director, Cronic or whatever his name is for fouling up the Death Star plan thing. I'll tell I mean, you that that's the, the way I took the it. The
1: thing that makes me the most excited about this movie is the fact that we're going to get, you know, like spaceship battles, like get to see the X wings and the U wings and stuff in action. Like I'm, I'm just excited about that. It's, uh, I can't wait to see, you know, all the action, what they're going to do, and like I said, it's, it's so. Expanded universe, like that. It's it's great. I I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, you have been a kind of a ship nerd. Yeah. For a while, <laughs> I mean, you you do. Yeah, you, you, I mean, seriously. I mean, you you like that kind of. Oh, I love it. I mean, you yeah, like that kind of stuff. I like
1: when they have them wars in the stars and all. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> them,
0: them wars in the stars. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, I mean. It, Dude, the even the music in the trailer Mm -hmm. was perfectly cut. I mean, perfectly made for that trailer to get you all hyped up, emotional. Um, Now, if if I'm going to do a little speculation here, some of those scenes I think kind of give away things that I I really didn't want to be given away. Mm -hmm. Like, um, who who's the guy with the beard? Um. The one who said, who, who, who when they're asking for a call sign and he says, Rogue, Rogue One. Oh, what's his name? It's not Baze. It's not Cheerit. It's, uh. Oh, geez.
1: I can't, I don't, I, I haven't mastered the names yet. <laughs> it's gonna what? take me a bit. It's gonna take me a bit. Like some of the characters, like putting their names to their faces. Like if it's not Jen or Cheerit or or k2so i mean it's it's i you know it's surprising i can even say k2so
0: <laughs> nah dude that just rolls off the tongue k2so
1: no i'm, I'm not talking about the that, easiness of it i'm talking about my brain activity okay <laughs> uh, yeah. well
0: hey you, you just went through a hurricane you do have some uh, <laughs> listen give them a break it's a hurricane. Yeah, he's been through a hurricane hurricane <laughs> matthew <laughs> Have you heard of it? Jeez. <laughs> uh, um uh, I I guess the guy's name's Riz Ahmed. Okay. That that plays that plays the character. But mm-hmm. there was a scene with him in it, and it looks like he's on the ground with his back to like some boxes or so, or something, you know, just hiding from blaster fire. But he had this look in his eye, like I'm I'm about to give my life up for the rebellion kind of look. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm just worried, and I don't know which way which way this is going to go. It are they all going to die?
1: I mean, you know what? I've thought about that, and you know, I'm I'm ready for it if it were to happen. I hope not, though. But I don't know they they seem to be. But then again, we're talking. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about like cartoon series and stuff. But a lot of times when you think the only the only option or the only outcome is death. For certain characters, it seems like they still hang on to them. You know, like Ahsoka yeah, yeah. and, um, um, I don't, well, how far are you into the comics? And spe- specifically, oh, uh, did you finish the Darth Vader series?
0: No, but you go ahead and spoil away if you, if you need. Well, I was just
1: going to gonna say, like, you know, Dr. Afra, you know, I thought yeah, for sure yeah. she's going to, she's going to die, you know, and they, and, and Vader in the end basically, uh, you know, he, he finishes his mission is what I'll, is what I'll say. He rolls back up to Emperor Palpatine and pretty much like, you know what, you know, all this stuff you've thrown at me and I'm, I'm standing here. Like I haven't gone anywhere. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. the emperor's like, Oh, it was a test the whole time. Like, Oh, you've made it, you know, you're, you're unbeatable, blah, blah, blah. But, um, Doctor Aphra was there with the Emperor. Like she got away and and tried to get to him. To you could tell she was pretty much just trying to buy her freedom, like trying, thinking that he'll protect her. And he basically just hands her off to Vader. (laughs) And he just, he's just like, you know, like, come with me. Boom, out the airlock. (laughs) I'm like, well, there, there she went. But then her character saved it at the end of the comic, and so it looks like they're gonna start a new series with her. And I thought yeah. for sure I was, you know, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, "That's literally cold, Darth Vader." <laughs> like just, yeah, but just you know what? Went out there a like, lot. I,
0: I, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you said that, dude, because that's what I want to see out of Marvel. You know, I want to see Marvel creating new Star Wars characters mm-hmm. and devoting those comics to them. I, I don't yeah. want to see too much of Luke Han. I mean, you're telling too much story Yeah, and you're, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm kind of happy that the
1: Vader series is over. You know, I'm, I just kind of, you know, it's like I've been on, you know, we've been with that character for so long and, and you, you know, you, you just want to kind of step away from it after a bit. So yeah, yeah. They finally, it looks like they've uh, saved her character and she's going to have her own ongoing series now. Um,
0: because, I mean, if I'm looking at this as, like, a universe kind of thing, I don't want I don't want to know that Luke Skywalker has a major battle in his life every two, three days. <laughs> right. You know, because, right. because, you know, you have the movies, and then now you have comics that kind of fill in books, novels that fill in the gap, and if you start adding it all up, it's like, dude, this dude's been, like, alive 60 years, and he's been fighting them like a real battle, like, Fifty of those years, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, give him some downtime. But no, yeah. I hope Doctor uh, Afra turns out to be does well enough on you know for Marvel that they give other characters that they've created right. their own books. You know, oh, you, yeah. can, you can you can put in a little Bosk, a little Baba Fett a little IG eighty eight, in there from time to time. You know somebody who doesn't have major character arcs that have already been developed over through other media. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always like when they do that too, like when they bring in those, some of those old characters or just some of those, you know, those characters that we kind of, we we know of, they've appeared in other, you know, the movies or just other books or something. And then you get like the, you know, this kind of, this a whole new story and you can kind of add them in and, and sort of flesh them out as well. I always like when they do that. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, like, bring Kitster. He needs his own book. <laughs>
1: they did try in the original canon. They uh, brought him in into a book where, basically, Leia kind of finds out more about her mom. And uh, they brought mm. Kitster back into that. So, yeah, that would be cool for him ah, to do that.
0: That's so wizard. <laughs>
1: It's a wizard, Annie.
0: <laughs> looks like a little Z's <laughs> <Yeah>. in <Sari.
1: laughs> Oh, ho, ho, Annie. <laughs> Making me a smoothie. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no, geez. one thing I did want to add about the Rogue One trailer that I noticed, and yes, it's mm-hmm. about the ships, but, like, seeing the, the battles and stuff, it really gives me that A New Hope vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it looks, to me, at least, it doesn't look, like, overly you know, CG and stuff. I mean, it's still, the, I don't know, just the way I'm seeing it, they really make it look like they're still dealing with models. hmm It looked really, to me, it looked really good in the in the movie, what I've seen.
0: Hmm. I, ho- I mean, I hope so, dude. I, I, I really do. I hope. I have, after seeing that last trailer, I have high hopes for this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have high hopes. And it's, and I hope it's a movie that like the force awakens, I have to go see three or four or five times at the theater. <laughs> right. You know, because, you know, tell you the truth, man, I'm glad that Disney, and I hope Disney sticks with the Christmas, uh, time frame for star Wars films, because I, last year when the force awakens came out, I had so much fun at Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas time everywhere going to the movies. Plus I had time off of work. Yep. You know, um, so I could actually go to the movies when I wanted to, right? Um, take the kids with me because they were out of school, um, but I just I have just fond memories of of last Christmas, and you know just hearing christmas music everywhere seeing christmas decorations and then star wars being right there mm-hmm. and it was and kind of then, part of just,
1: christmas cuz i mean that was like yeah. everybody was buying up star wars stuff for christmas oh, and just
0: yeah yes, it was definitely
1: it, was, it just like yeah i loved how it was a, it it really turned itself into like a real like a holiday event and it was really nice
0: yeah and and i'm hoping rogue one can do the same thing i'm uh, you know i'm hoping after the movie get you know gets its foothold. Well, well, first I hope that fans turn out, and I hope that mm-hmm. you know casual Star Wars fans turn out, so this movie has a big opening weekend, and the word of mouth gets going. I hope it's good enough that the word of mouth gets going, and I hope it has legs, and it does like the Force Awakens. I mean, I know it's not going to do the Force Awakens numbers. It right. can't. I mean, that was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Right. But but I hope it holds its own and goes above and beyond other stuff at the box office. Right. Or even this year, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's and plus the buzz is real good for it. If you look on YouTube, I mean, it's got over 13 million views for that trailer, and it's only Mm -hmm. been a week, you know. So it's like, yeah. I think if if the fans will turn up, I I mean, it'll be great. I I would love to see this do big. I mean, it's going to do big money, but, yeah. It's, you know, because I love this. I would love for it to be like this event every year every christmas it's like you get ready for christmas it's not only just the you know christmas music and the movies and the the family but you're like we get a new star wars movie <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's an excuse to be very very happy during christmas
0: <laughs> yeah and I, and i know we've talked about it before because after the next star wars star wars 8 you know the han solo film comes out and it's supposed to be a may release mm-hmm. I I hope they don't. I hope they push it back to December. I mean, I just... After that one year, I've grown accustomed to Star Wars at Christmas, knowing that we're getting more Star Wars at Christmas, and I hope they continue that tradition. I hope they just say, forget the May release. You know, it might be ready by May, but we'll continue tweaking it and push it off until December. Right. Or Han. Um, So I'm just... I'm, my my wish is that the the Christmas thing stays on the docket. Um, moving on to um, Star Wars Rebels because we hadn't really covered you know we hadn't talked about that since since Hurricane Matthew either. Um, and there's been several episodes, but we'll we'll try to focus on the last two, which were which was uh the the Antilles extraction and Hera's heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Antilles extraction, of course it brought back some classic characters from the original trilogy whoop whoop. Wedge Antilles and Hobby <laughs>
1: <laughs> which was awesome I love how they're just like hobby. <laughs> yeah. and it's it's cool too cuz I'm at the same time as that's coming out you know I'm reading the rereading the uh, X-Wing novels and Wedge Wedge is like the main character pretty much throughout the series and mm-hmm. Hobby's in there a good bit too so it's like it's really cool having that that connection and they did a good job. I I really enjoyed that episode. I mean, that was one of them that I was really looking forward to. And, uh, Hmm. yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm loving how we're really getting into this stuff now with rebels where you're seeing some of the, the makings of the rebel Alliance down to them, like getting the ships, you know, having to get the, the Y wings they need to recruiting people. And yeah, it's, it's been great so far.
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, I love the introduction of Wedge Antilles to this to the Star Wars universe, basically, mm-hmm. um, uh, and getting to see him in his Imperial uniform, and and, <laughs> right. and getting to see how some of these classic characters were recruited into the Rebel Alliance. Um, I'm I'm a sucker for for universe history like that, mm-hmm. so. Uh, um, but the the funniest part was when she introduced those two to uh, the rest of the people. Like, you know, this is Wedge Antilles and Hobby. And it's like <laughs> right. nobody knows Hobby's last name. It's just <laughs> Hobby. i I'm sure you could probably go to to Wikipedia or something, and it'll have like a lad like Hobby Johnson or something. You know, I don't know.
1: Hobbert. <laughs> this is Hobby. His name's Hobbert johnson
0: <laughs> hobbert Hob- johnson they call, me, call hobby. me hobby <laughs> <laughs> oh geez uh, um but an- another thing ahsoka you know i know you're reading it still but it is very good and it it does a lot of tie-in to to the whole rebels and then you hope kind of era That's stuff cool. so so I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna spoil anything but yeah I'm, um, hopefully
1: I'll be able to read it all this weekend because uh, I had I've been so busy at work and everything this week and plus they we were set back a week because of the weather apparently I guess the, a lot of the stores didn't they just didn't get the new shipments so that book didn't get included so because I was like going to every Walmart target the mall like going to the bookstores and nobody had it so but then I waited a week and then this Tuesday, this past Tuesday they. They got it in, so I finally bought it, and I've been able to sit down and read a few chapters. And yeah, so far it's pretty cool.
0: Wow. Well, that's that's pretty awesome. Then <laughs> I'm glad you can read it. I, I, and I and like I said, it's a quick read, so you should be able to finish it. Yeah. You know, within a few days. Yeah, I mean, if you really had time to to dig into it, it's it's a. I, I mean, I got mine on Audible, and I listened to it, but it's only seven hours. Right. And and if if you compare that to other book, I mean, like the last aftermath book was like fourteen, sixteen hours or something.
1: <laughs> I can so
0: I mean, you're you talking about half half of that for for Ahsoka,
1: right?
0: Um, but back to uh, Star Wars Rebels, um, the Wedge Antilles, I mean, the Antilles extraction was f- for. Having Wedge and Hobby and all them in it, you know, it, it was good, but it wasn't like the best episode of the season right. so far. It, it, to me, it uh, felt
1: it felt a lot like, um, almost like one of those, not a filler episode per se, but it really wasn't, like it was almost like a little side story. It didn't really contribute as much to the main plot. It was just like a, a neat es- episode where you kind of get the introductions to, to classic characters. And then the fact that you actually finally—I mean, I know it's the cartoon series—but you, when you canonize Wedge and really bring him into the spotlight, because in the movies, you know, he was—he was always just in the cockpit. You hardly ever see him outside of it, and he didn't have that many scenes. And most of his, his, um, you know, his celebrity came in like the expanded universe, and people were, you know, going crazy about him after reading the books and the comics and stuff. But yeah, I like how that finally we get him in in actual uh, like new media like that's not a book. So like I enjoyed that he was in Aftermath. I, that that was one thing I really loved was how they integrated him into the main story in the Aftermath series so far. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, to see his character get introduced in Rebels and get to see all that like I I, w- I want more of him. So hopefully he'll come back around either later on this season or if they do more seasons we'll see him again.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely hoping that we see. I mean, they've already got the character art created for for him, mm-hmm. you know. And if they're going to pay to have it made, then hopefully they're going to use him again. Right. I hope he's not. This is a one and done with wedge. Yeah, I hope he's you know at least in a few episodes flying around or you know in X wings or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But the next episode, uh, which aired just this past week, Hera's Heroes. It uh, featured Thrawn in, a, you know, a, a really, really, really good episode mm-hmm. of Star Wars Rebels. Um, Not necessarily, I mean, it might be one of my favorites of the entire series, seasons one, two, and three. I don't know why. Something just, just stuck with me, and, and I've watched it like three times. So that ought to tell you something. You know, <laughs> right. usually... I'll I'll watch it and digest it and let it go and occasionally I might flip back and watch one if it's on rerun or something but this one I actually watched quite a few times um I I don't know what I don't know what like stuck with me with this episode if it was the way throne you know the his the way he's calculating and the way he acts around Hera, like he, he knows who they are. He Mm -hmm. just, this is a test to see how far they'll go, how how he can actually take these people down.
1: Right. And so far, that's, Um, that's one thing I really enjoyed about that. I mean, of course you get more, I like how you get more of uh, Hera's backstory and, and Mm -hmm. just with, you know, with with Cham and everything. But, uh, but yeah, when you see Thrawn reveal how he's pretty much just playing them, he's, you know, he's like a, you know he's they're like rats in a cage. He's just watching them do their thing he, he, to the point where I mean he just lets them go because he's just like you know they they earned this victory they you know, they worked for that cheese let them enjoy that cheese and mm-hmm. God like so far they're spot on with I mean if, I mean if they they got to be if they've got Timothy Zahn involved but they're so spot on with that character because I, I'm just it's almost scary you know what they're gonna fall into later on in the season because of just, just how calculating he is, you know. There's always a reason for everything he does, and God, I can't wait to see the payoff. And it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be bad. I'm, you know, I, I hate to see that for our <laughs> lovable heroes, but at the same time, man, nothing beats a good villain.
0: Oh yeah, and I just wonder how long he's gonna sit back and let them do what they want. I mean will it be like a mid season kind of thing before he unleashes the trap
1: That's what I'm wondering because you know he's probably playing them to the point where he wants to get I mean he wants he wants them to to basically have this you know this thought process or this you know this frame of mind where they're they're totally you know like it's always been they're they're kind of you know they're on the winning side they're going to get through it all that kind of stuff I'm sure he's just he's wanting to get them completely dedicated to that mindset and then pull the rug out from them entirely but at the same time i'm sure he's probably working it to where he's going to just try basically try to have, you know to to destroy just make the rebel alliance crumble or the, these rebel factions just all go down at the same time so, I mean, that's, the, I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel. Cause I mean, he's always just, even in the books, it was like, he was always one step ahead of everybody. He knew exactly what move you were going to make. And it, I just can't wait to see how they're going to pull that off in the series.
0: Hmm. When I wonder if any of these guys are any of the rebels characters are going to show up in rogue one, wouldn't <laughs> it be cool to see grandma. Tar- I mean, Moff throne? What was his name? Golly grand admiral well, to my grand admiral grand. throne yeah i mean god
1: that that would be a dream cuz i always remember just, they yeah, they would um i think there was a rumor going around at one time that it, they may bring him into rogue one or one of these movies and and uh hugo weaving was going to play him and stuff like that but um yeah that'd be that'd be great if they if they brought him in i wouldn't mind just seeing i mean i'll tell you what would be really cool would be to see somebody like like Kanan <laughs> on screen or something you know
0: but um uh, yeah Talking about in Rogue One, I I hope they leave the Jedi out of it. This one movie, let's leave, let's don't have any lightsabers. Yeah, Yeah.
1: well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we saw him, like, in, you know, kind of, like, uh, in passing, or just, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he just pops up, I don't know, it's just because I love that character so much, but definitely, yeah, I hope this movie, if it has any lightsabers besides, I mean, it's going to have Vader, but, you know, he's... You know, I want it to be where, because even with Rebels, Rebels is a little heavy-handed with the Jedi. You know, we're supposed to kind of be in this age where the Jedi really don't exist as far as we know. You know, not anymore. They're all gone. So, I'd hate to see a whole bunch of lightsabers go swinging around, you know. Leave that for the the original uh, trilogy. So, yeah, I'm with you. Obviously,
0: you're pro yeah, obviously you're gonna have Darth Vader's lightsaber. Right. that's fine. Oh yeah, but I don't want to see green and blue lightsabers, <laughs> right? Because we see he's know? supposed
1: to be like the dominating force. I mean, he killed all the Jedi, and he's the only the one that you know basically wields this power with these with this deadly weapon. So, yeah, that that would be great to just see him be a force of nature, just 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 blowing through everybody in the movie. I mean, just no stopping him, that sort of thing. You know, he just. <laughs> like the Michael Myers of, of star Wars or something, you know, I, I want it to be sort of like that.
0: Yeah. Um, and while we're, while we're talking about rogue ones, some news that kind of broke today and, and still not confirmed, not confirmed, but the runtime for the film was leaked mm-hmm. by a, uh, an Australian theater chain, uh, called event Cinemas, I believe is the name of it. But they had a kind of like a solicitation for the film, you know, with the name, some of the synopsis, some of the key players in it and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it also had the runtime at 133 minutes. Yep. Which is uh, pretty cool because I know at one time, and this was about a year ago, you know, there was rumors going around that the film was going to be kind of on the short side, like an hour, 30 minutes kind of thing. Right. And, you know, it had some people kind of wondering, oh, no, what are we getting into with a, with a little short, you know, Star Wars solo film that doesn't have Skywalker in it. Right. Um, So, I, I'm, I'm hoping that this one hour, and I mean, this uh, two hours and 13 minutes, I think is what it is, right? If I name my math correctly. Yeah, two hours I, and
1: 13 minutes.
0: Um, I, I hope that kind of eases some of the minds of fans around the world.
1: And it would make sense. I mean, uh, if you know, that's, that should be a, about the length. It should be, but who knows? I'm pretty sure that's probably it. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't see, I don't know. I don't see the point in fabricating something like that, but at the same time, you just, you can't, you know, you really can't tell with a lot of people, but, um, but that sounds about right. I mean, I hope it's up around that length. I mean, you know, me, the longer, the better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, so anything else about Hera's Heroes that you want to? That's
1: pretty much it. I mean, like I was with you, it's definitely a really good episode. And, you know, the, the Hera and Cham storyline there and, you know, him, you know, I, I was thinking for sure that he was that this was it for him in this episode. Yeah. But, oh, um, me too, me too. But luckily, I mean, you know, everybody was saved, and like I said, you know, there's. I feel like that's something's not right. Like it shouldn't have been that easy. So I feel uh, like whatever Thrawn's up to, it's it's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. Well, you you know, I think this episode has been the one episode that gave us the the best character development for Hera. Yeah. I mean, because you you get a lot. I mean, this is the most backstory. That that I think you've had of, of her, right? To date, I mean, you know, it goes into the house she grew up in. You know, has her dad with her. Uh, even the little uh, art, art, you know, thing that had that that showed that is passed down from generation to generation. Right. And, you know, and you add to it, and you know, you know, that's got to come back to her someday. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. You, they're going to sneak on board Thrawn's ship and, and find that thing and get it. I just, I, I just or at least Ezra will. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Hera won't do it, but Ezra will. I, uh, I bet you. I bet you. And that'll be the trap that gets laid mm. by Thrawn. Probably. Look at this guy thinking over here. <laughs> hmm. All right, so we got about 15 minutes or so left in in the podcast. So, Austin, I know that you've been keeping up with the comics more than I have. I mean, I kind of stopped midway through Vader and just kind of cut my comic intake off. But you kept going, so can you kind of get me up to speed on where we've been for, say, the let's just say the last year, 12 right. issues or so uh, uh, of some of the star Wars comics.
1: Right. I mean, pretty much, I mean, you know, we've, we've had the ongoing, uh, star Wars line and they've kind of weaved in and out of, uh, with Darth Vader a little bit. And, um, basically, I mean, this, the star Wars line to be, to be honest, has been kind of like just idling for a bit. You know, they've had some, you know, stuff where after, after they brought in, you know, Han Solo's past with, uh, uh Sana, you know, and all that and and bringing her into the yeah. into the fold, you know, then they had like the there was a series where they basically had to go to the or they were at this um basically it was like a rebel prison where they kept imperial uh like POWs, they were keeping them prison there and stuff and and then there was a breakout and all that and then you have um um what happened after that cuz I think like uh Han and Luke came in and kind of helped Helped lay out with that one because that was kind of a Leia centric series. Um, and then, um, let's see, right now I think they're they're bringing in like they're kind of focusing in on this the, basically like a group of stormtroopers on the Imperial side that are, that are, you know, you know, shaking up their world, the Rebels' world. Like, you know, they've got yeah. Han and, and Luke and all that, but, um, I think, uh, like I said, that was okay, and then they'll they'll bring in like a few episodes, a few issues here and there, where they they go back to the Obi Wan story of him living on the desert planet. So those have been pretty mm-hmm. pretty interesting issues, but um, Darth Vader just wrapped up, and I you know read the last issue of that, and that was really cool, where they kind of tied it up, and you get to where you know how he got the uh, Executor, the the Star Destroyer of his, yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gives you the the it basically opens up the whole the whole uh continuation of the issue, you know, where you'll have Doctor Aphra do her own series. So that was pretty cool. Um there's a Han Solo series going on right now that's really 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 cool where you know, he's um he's undercover for the rebellion cuz he's got to pick up some some uh some rebel, you know, like rebellion spy, spies or whatever, you know, these these uh, informants he's having to pick up, but he's, you know, he's having to participate in this drag. It's like a dragon race thing where it's basically going, it's almost like think of the cannonball run type thing where you're, you're going <laughs> across the galaxy, having to race these people and do certain things. And you have these obstacles and at the same, he's doing all that, but at the same time having to pick up um, these, these spies and stuff for the rebellion. So that's been really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and then Poe Poe Dameron's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you had a question?
0: No, I was gonna say, don't forget Poe Dameron. I, I've been seeing that. I just, you know, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna dive into that. But, but I mean, what what it's is it definitely, about? It's really really good. I, I will say, it started off for me,
1: it started off a little bit weaker, but it's it's mainly just following like Poe being sent by Leia to you know start this journey of trying to find, uh, I think he basically trying to find Lore Santeca, you know, because. Mm. he has something okay. that Leia that Leia needs and we all know what that is so it's kind of it's starting on that but you know it starts off where he's you know getting involved with this like these is like these group of religious people that worship eggs or something like that but you you do get the um the introduction of like there's a a dude in the first order I'm trying to remember his his name he was actually pretty um pretty evil I'm just trying to remember because they, they gave him like a really, really odd name for uh, you know, as a as a villain or as a as a character. It's just very Yeah. Uh, it's not it's right. a t- I, See, I can't pronounce I don't know if it's pronounced T-Rex or Terex but I always look at it yeah, and I'm like t-rex. T-Rex That'd be funny if it is T-E-R-E-X <laughs> Well, that would be funny if his name is actually T-Rex
0: <laughs> Or Trex Or
1: Trex, yeah. But I mean, I'm, pr- I'm sure you probably would pronounce it t or Terex or something like that but uh Terrix yeah. syndrome <laughs> but uh no no okay um, <laughs> But uh <laughs> he's he's pretty much like kind of like the main villain right now and he's uh he's after Poe and Poe and his group and stuff so that's that's been heating up you know and they it hasn't really gotten too far yet so you you to dive into it you'll probably get along with it pretty well and and dig it it's really really good and you get some good BB8 so,
0: moments but no, no more backstory on Laura Santeca.
1: Not yet. No, not on Laura Santeca. Not yet. I'm Not okay. sure how how much of that we'll get. Maybe later on they'll kind of dig more into that. But so far it's like it's more of just the the start of that journey, and it's sort of like Poe, you know, given this task, but then he's hitting a few speed bumps with these with these first order people, you know. But um, but yeah, that's been that's been really good. And I think that's I want to say that's it right now. I think. I think they're gonna there's there's a Yoda issue coming up pretty soon. It's you know like in the style of, it's gonna be in this main Star Wars line, but you know how they would branch out and and do a Obi Wan story every once in a while. It looks like now they're gonna do a Yoda story coming up, so that's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, I saw that in solicitations too. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be that'd be a kind of cool one to read. Yeah, and um, in the Force
1: Awakens. What's weird is they've got the Force Awakens uh, series going that Chuck Wendig did the, you know, it's the comic adaptation and, um, I mean, it's pretty much, <laughs> it's pretty much the movie. One, one thing they added in here at near the end, I'm, I'm on the next to the last issue. And, uh, when, uh, Finn and Han and them capture, uh, kidnap, um, Captain Phasma and make her deactivate the shields at the Star Killer base. Um, when he asks, you know, you know, what are we going to do with her? And he's like, you guys have a trash compactor. <laughs> you know, Finn's like, "Yeah, we do." And then it shows them actually so she does according to the the canon from the comic, she does get thrown in a trash compactor. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so that's that was pretty funny. So, um, but other than that, it really doesn't give you much of anything. I mean, you still don't even really get much of the the Force visions that Ray has. It's you know, it gives you the dialogue, so you know for sure what they what's being said by you know like obi-wan and yoda and all that but um you don't really see too much i mean you get you know a little bit better of an image of like the knights of Ren, but still not a whole lot they don't really reveal too much there so, so it's it's weird i mean i guess if anything you can look at this series as being sort of like a like a warm-up leading up to rogue one like just kind of like keeping. The Force Awakens, you know, fresh in your mind. So you don't, for, I guess, like, so you don't forget it <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason. That's, that's really the only way I can, I can look at it. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much been what the, what the Star Wars universe and the comics has been up to.
0: Hmm. Well, I hope, uh, I hope the sales, you know, start driving up. I, I've read that the sales for them, the Star Wars Series in general have been kind of down. Oh, really? For Marvel lately, yeah. So I hope, uh, I hope, hope, especially with the Rogue one coming out, I hope the sales trends start going upwards.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, you, you, they probably will. I mean, they, they just, if anything, they just need to, you know, I don't know, like. If I were them, I would try to focus on... I mean, I guess the Star Wars line is always going to go, but I would I would shorten up a lot of these. Like, when they did, like, the Han Solo... I mean, the the Leia and the Chewbacca and the Lando series. I love how those were just, you know, like, five issues apiece, short and sweet. And they were some of the best stories, especially the Lando story. I mean, it was, it was great, so... Oh,
0: dude. Yeah, yeah, that Lando book was great.
1: Yeah, so I, I wouldn't mind them just doing that and then just finding new stories here and there and just doing little mini-series of those. I mean... Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how, how it'll do money-wise, but they've, you know, I feel like they do a pretty good job when they shorten it like that. Except for the Obi-Wan and Anakin series. That one was just, uh, you know, like if if they try that again, maybe go even further back and try to, you know, cover like a Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan adventure, you know, when they're younger, mm-hmm. I, that's fine. And I want to say I think I remember hearing something about that. But, um. But yeah, I would, I would like it, but they've, you know, number one, I feel like the story needs to in some way incorporate like the main arc, you know, and somehow, you know, somehow establish some more added, you know, some more story to the, to what we already know, you kind of get more backstory or new little fun things to, to add to the Canon instead. Like yeah. with we and Anakin. It was like the only thing that was really cool was the, the flashbacks you got with Anakin and, and Palpatine. But other than that, it was just this, just this out of, out of the way kind of story that just i didn't I wasn't interested in just wasn't good
0: hmm. I'm sorry to hear that I know hmm. <laughs> hmm. well that's gonna probably gonna wrap it up for us this week uh we're getting close to time uh i I do have like a little semi announcement semi um I believe we're getting some new music for the podcast Ooh. pretty soon. Yes, yes, we're getting some new music, I believe. Um, one of our, uh, one of our, uh, co-founders of Outer Rim News knows a guy who's gonna um put together some stuff for us. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get to sample that in the near future. Um, That's cool, but. Yep. So we'll we'll see how that one plays out. And also, the last podcast I said something about an Amazon or, or some kind of uh, giveaway for this episode. Well, let's wait till the next episode because I just remembered it like right now while we're <laughs> podcasting. So next week when we when we do a true put the show together kind of thing and, and get a rundown of, of topics and stuff, we'll we'll add that to it and we'll. We'll start that uh, giveaway promotion thing. But uh, that's going to do it for this week of the Outer Rim News Podcast. It's good to have Austin back from uh, Hurricane Matthew. And uh, we will see you guys next week. May the Force be with you. Peace out, guys. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. If you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Star Wars, names and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders.